Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, as we are on Judge Watch or Judge Corley Watch, day six, you know, we have not heard her decision as of yet. We don't know when that decision is going to be rendered. A lot of us uh, were hoping that it would come down over the weekend. It did not. Uh, obviously, it's now 12.01, which is 9.01 a.m. in San Francisco. And obviously, uh, there are uh, some uh, some big opinions out there, one of which a good friend of this program specifically is, of course, Foss Patents, who seems to think that because she has a jury case that she is overseeing right now as we speak, uh, that she might not render her decision until uh, after that, which could be as, as far as six hours later in the day. Now, we had heard some, from several people in the chat that said court closes at 4.30 in, uh, in San Francisco, but we uh, maybe we, we hear something around 4 o'clock. Uh, again, folks, this is a big case. We have no idea when Judge Corley is, in fact, going to render her decision, which we all believe is going to be uh, 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 in favor of Microsoft by not issuing the preliminary injunction to stop the deal. Um, but listen, we don't know. Uh, only time is going to tell. I, I think I've, we've gone over this time and time again. Uh, but listen, folks, we we have some breaking news regarding Lena Khan and the FTC. Folks, it does not look good for Lena Khan. She's being investigated by Congress, and apparently she's in a bit of hot water because as reported by a major uh, Washington Post uh, uh, newspaper, uh, it appears that she is refusing to hand over requested documents regarding uh, this particular case and her ongoing uh, and her uh, her situation with the CMA. I'll read verbatim what they're saying, but I can tell you this right now: uh, she can be held in contempt of Congress, which is a crime, uh, and she can uh, be getting a lot of trouble for that. But we're going to break that down. But uh, but of course, we're going to talk about games, folks. We have some new information on Avowed. Uh, thanks to uh, several posters, uh, we're going to talk about what we can expect from Avowed and get our takes on do we expect it to blow up with its graphics. I think what we saw was a, was a pinch, uh, and I think that we're going to get something that's going to be incredibly and totally different. And, of course, we're going to be talking about some in-exile information regarding Clockwork Revolution, folks. And uh, that's being compared to two very popular games. I have a feeling that that game is going to be one of the first major new IPs from studios that they picked up a couple of years ago. But let's get into the introductions. Crazy Lou Gaming, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Man, everything good, Mr. Bloomstick. I mean, had a kind of like, you know, restful weekend. Decided to take a little break, little rest, you know, from the internet, stuff like that. Grabbed my motorcycle, went out of the city, you know, had a little bit of fun. Everything good. So happy that we actually got some gaming news to talk about because really... It's all been talks about the FTC versus MS and happy that we actually got some good gaming news and happy to jump into today. Yeah, I mean, we actually have uh, some even more breaking news, uh, folks. It has been announced this morning uh, by EA Studios. Cliffhanger Games has announced they are officially working on a title based on Black Panther. And I am getting goosebumps just talking about that because, oh, my goodness, Wakanda forever, baby. I have been saying that this is a this is a hero that needs his own game. 
And if, I mean, yeah, we don't know. It, it was just announced. So we have no idea where it's even going to be. I would imagine that you're going to see the jungles of Wakanda brought to life. But, you know, who knows where the Black Panther goes? But I can see uh, stealth being a big part of it. And again, this is just my imagination running wild. I am looking forward to whatever they craft. Now, I've never heard of Cliffhanger Games. I, they're new to me, but I have the press release from marvel and we will get into that to open up the show but uh, web dave what's going on brother you had a pretty damn good show yesterday big turnout already 1k views that is a big deal your, sh your your show is growing and of course you dropped a major interview today how the heck are you bro i'm doing really good boom thanks for having me i'm, I'm excited to get into today's topics and of course uh, we always have our have our girl causing trouble i'm telling you it's gonna, it's gonna be crazy but i'm ready for it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, it's, folks, look, here's the thing. I'm not on a witch hunt for Lena Khan because I don't know her. I know that she has very high aspirations, and probably a lot of it has to do with political, which most people do in Washington, D.C. Uh, her ideology of protecting, supposedly, supposedly protecting consumers from big, big tech and big corporations uh, seems a bit skewed, to be honest with you, because whenever you ever, whenever you hear her talk, it's only laser focused on stopping big tech from getting bigger. On not, but not how she's going to use this stoppage to help consumers gain in a market where we are underrepresented. That I mean, that's just a fact. Big big corporations, they're not our friends. They are here to make money. Their investors are here to make money. Their shareholders are in here to make money. Uh, but unfortunately she has, uh, she's young, she's only 33 and, uh, she has, uh, an ideology that sounds in, on paper, which is, you know, again, a lot of what she has, uh, put in her thesis uh, is classroom based. It is not practical in real world usage. And a perfect example is her cons consistently going to court and losing and telling everyone, I don't care. We'll just sue even if we lose. You see, that's madness. And that's millions and millions and millions of dollars of taxpayer dollars being wasted on someone who does not care and does not want to play by the rules. And that's why she's currently being investigated. And of course, not only she'd be investigated by one party, she's being investigated by both parties. So I think that the, 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 the potential of her coming back in that position is slim to none. And if this thing with Congress gets held up, she can be impeached. We will get into that uh, in a little bit. But uh, let's continue with Fuzzy Belvedere. Brother, I mean, it's great to have you here. Uh, the more trouble Lena Khan seems to make, the less anyone's going to take her seriously, yeah. especially the FTC. And after what's going on with, with what seems to be you know, a, a, an ABK deal. Yes, it's large. It's nearly $70 billion. Yes, it's the biggest deal in tech history, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong, right? So welcome. Well, glad to be here with you guys. Unfortunately, we don't have the breaking news we were hoping for, but man, there's so much other news as far as, like you said, with Clockwork uh, Revolution and Avowed. And, and just in general, this this uh, weekend on Twitter has been kind of wild with one of our... Uh, you know, friends in the community getting bombarded with like a weird take, but I don't know if we'll get into that. But no, we man, we we, a... we can we can talk. I actually talked to Cog this morning about it. Uh, obviously, uh, if if you're not if you're not sure what exactly happened, uh, David Jaffe, 
uh, who is someone that I do not respect. Uh, I think that he is uh, he's angry at the world. Uh, there's a reason why he was blackballed by the entire industry because no one could work with him. Uh, he had some very nefarious things to say about the credibility of, of our good brother and someone I consider to be an actual brother to me. And that is Lord Cognito of the Iron Laws podcast, where uh, because he took a picture with Sarah Bond, uh, some uh, his, his integrity was questioned on whether or not he could fairly judge Microsoft or Xbox. And he said it in a manner that took even, even Colin Moriarty by surprise. Um, and, uh, you know, he's known to go off the handle. I, I've had I've had a spat or two with him uh, live on the air, as a matter of fact, many, many years ago for something he said I found to be incredibly disrespectful. And, I, you know, I did what I do. I went after him and we had a conversation, if you can call it that. And, you know, he thought he won. I thought I won. And, and who cares? Um, but uh, he did issue a public apology this morning that, of course, the gentleman and scholar that is Lord Cognito accepted. Um, and he's a much better man than me. I would have not even responded to him, to be honest with you, because if there's anything you know about Cognito, uh, the word integrity is should be tattooed on those big arms of his because that's all he is, is he is everything you would want a podcaster to be and an amazing community community member to be. Um, I, I, I just I, I don't understand where this came from with David Jaffe. Um, and, you know, it, it made the rounds. And apparently, if you are someone that, uh, you know, takes pictures with executives from Microsoft, you're a, you're a sellout or you're on the payroll of some sorts, uh, which I think is just preposterous. Um, again, not uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because that means we're going to be talking about David Jaffe. And I'd rather not talk about that man, to be honest with you, because he's not worthy of it. Uh, he was someone that was a PlayStation uh, founding father of God of War. Um, and he made a couple of really, really good games. Uh, and then, you know, obviously, I, I think he might have been involved in Twisted Metal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, he eventually did a lot of damage to his own name by saying some, apparently from what we understand, I, I, don't, I didn't work with the guy, so I'm only telling you what I heard, is that he was very difficult, uh, very abrasive to work with, and he burnt a lot of bridges. And when you burn a lot of bridges in the gaming industry, no one wants to work with you, and, and he's, he's real angry about that. And every every chance he gets, he does in fact take over or, or take advantage of the situation where we saw him do something I thought was uh, pretty novice, considering his age, considering his social media status, considering the fact that he has a YouTube channel that he's always on there talking about. He actually made a, a thumbnail going after Cognito with Cognito's face on it. Like, I mean, that's that that that's that's. You know, trashy YouTube YouTuber 101. Like, who does that, right? Cognito is, like I said, his reputation far precedes him outside. I mean, he's a he's a he's a proper gentleman in every sense of the word. Um, so I'll go to you first, Fuzzy. Again, it, it was pretty odd over yeah. the weekend to see um, you know, Cognito have to come back and forth, but of course, you know, Cog did what Cog does and he killed him with kindness. I, I yeah. would not have been as, as, as kind personally. I would not have, Same. but I say that now. And then I, I, and I was, I always think about officer friendly and I'd rather be the nice guy than the bad guy, but talk about it. Well, my thing was he wound up putting his foot in his mouth primarily because I guess he didn't do the research before, you know, blabbing off that. So why Colin would he do that? The same thing. 
in the past. And, and a lot of people do this. And if you look at other industries, whether it's sports or entertainment or even politics, reporters are always taking pictures with their subjects that they're going to be reporting on. Yeah. And you can be a fan and a reporter and still have integrity. So I, I don't understand his his take on it. Like, obviously, from his view, I guess you would have to be corrupt if you're going to you know take pictures with him. And it, I would say if you're going to focus on the corruption aspect or the influence aspect, it would be more so with the, you know, free game codes or things along those lines. Like, yeah. and I know that's a whole different story. I mean, free game codes is, is primarily a, a, a necessity. So that way you can review the games. But outside of that, I, I can't see having a picture with, you know, somebody that you're a fan of or somebody within the industry that you're a fan of being that much of an, uh, a problem. And if you've listened to the Iron Lords podcast, they definitely give, you know, criticism and critiques on Microsoft when they're necessary. Yes. So it, it, it's not like they hold a blind eye. It's like, oh, and, and I, I, I look over at my PlayStation family as well. It's like a lot of times they're, they're you know, mum is kept when it came to things like the, the battery issue with their controllers in the PS4, they don't last that long. And it's like, everybody's celebrating that, Oh, it's a built-in battery, but you know, rechargeable batteries seem to last a lot longer and mm -hmm. you can either use regular batteries or rechargeable, whichever you prefer. So having that option is nice, but even when you have the built-in battery in like the series two controller, it seems to outlast whatever is in, you know, the PS4 or even the PS5 controller. So, but nobody over at PlayStation will fess up to that. It's like, Oh, well, you know, it's fine. You, you're, you're, you're using it wrong. If it, if your controller dies or you should have two controllers to play one game. If you're one player, you should only really need one controller, but that that's, that's a me thing, <laughs> but yeah. you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, I just thought it was a bad take. A lot of people had uh, awesome rebuttals to yep. Jaffe and even watching Dave's show last night. So I wasn't able to participate on it last night, but um, definitely listen to it on the car Appreciate ride back that, from sir. dinner and stuff. And thank you, man. It, and, and you guys had a solid look at it as far as it, you can't equate these pictures to some form of, you know, collusion or or you know bias and things like that like we let's be real we're human beings we're all going to have our own biases towards our preferred platforms and whatnot but that doesn't mean you can't still ask the tough questions or or you know scrutinize or critique those same you know platforms or individuals as well um at the end of the day you're a consumer and your consumerism is going to eventually come out and be like hey i feel like i've been you know slighted or cheated or you know something along those lines and you're going to speak about it um so i i just i i hate making these kinds of equations in the community but i always look at jaffe as like the alex jones of gaming and i i know that might rub some people the wrong way but it, it seems like he intentionally finds controversy even when there is none yeah to make well, it you know either about him or about something to be a distraction from what might you know he, he might not be included. Like he's not included in this ABK deal in any way. So and I don't want to say to feel relevant. This is something he, you know, cooked up, but it just feels that way. A lot of times it's like, we haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, he's about to say something stupid. I mean, yeah. smart people tend to say stupid things, but you know, it, it, it is what it is, but I, I, I've probably given it enough airtime and rambling. No, 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 it's is, fine. I, I'm glad, I'm glad we decided to bring it up because it wasn't a part of the conversation because obviously, you know, you don't want to highlight a knucklehead. Um, yeah. 
Dave, I, I want to go to you because you talked about it last night. Yep. Uh, you had uh, obviously an intelligent conversation, which is what we expect. We tried. Um, <laughs> and uh, what I what I like to equate David Jaffe to is a shock jock, right? They were very popular yeah. in the eighties. They said outrageous things. They got uh, a ton of airtime because they said outrageous things. Some things were, you know, nefarious. Some things were just plain out stupid. And uh, this is one of those situations where uh, I don't know, man, I, I, I just it's to me, I, is it a cry for help? Is it is it a cry to, to, to sub his YouTube channel? Maybe hate sells. And he, he knows that. I, I don't know. I don't really know. What's your hot take on it? Well, twofold. One, it's um, I don't think it's a cry for help. I, I think it's more along the lines of a uh, him trying to feel relevant. Um, to the current situation. Um, I mean, you know, he's a good listen. He has some crazy takes sometimes, you know, I mean, but um, in this situation, he was wrong and then he completely got called out on it and then he had to kind of uh, uh, apologize for it. Um, whether it was genuine or disingenuous, I don't know, but it's more along the lines of, you know, in his mind, he's probably oh, okay. Well, I fixed that problem. Uh, let's see what else I can, you know, try and uh, get my name out there for. Um, and and it's you know, he doesn't really make any good points, and especially when it's brought to life about um, the other the PlayStation um, shill that uh, that uh, that really you know that that kind of did the same thing. And and even down to the part where he's talking about the dinners, and it's like, okay, well, here he is at dinner with this guy, you know, kind of thing. And it was like, you know, just. But then he he still tried to make light of the other situation, even though it was clear hypocrisy, right in the face. And so instead of like owning up to it fully, of um, you know, well, oh, that was a bad take. He, you know, just tries to, you know, well, in this case, Colin was this, and 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 it's just, it, you know disingenuous just enough to try and get himself out of what he feels is the uh you know any kind of trouble he is with the community but in the long run uh bad publicity is good publicity for somebody like this because it, to him it's just more of a uh, seems to be carrying the carrying the ball forward for his uh you know he'll get asked on lots of shows and what's your take on this and you mentioned it he'll get he'll get asked on a lot of shows you know uh, for the next you know couple of weeks because of his um, hot takes right now, and then you know, a couple of months from now, he'll come up with something else silly, stupid, or you know, meaningless. If you really back well, up, well, yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, listen, stupid people do stupid things, exactly. uh, so I mean, that's just that's look just at me. bottom line. Um, and <laughs> again, if if this is his way of being relevant, it's a it's, it's a poor way of doing that. Uh, you don't have to uh, attack a pillar. Of the gaming community, Correct. because he took a freaking picture with whoever. It, if, if he took a picture with Obama, would he be, you know, you know, getting you know, uh, you know, back, uh, back, you know, backdoor information on stocks? If he took a picture with uh, whoever, what does it matter? Right. Uh, I, again, if you if you're gonna if, look, I don't, I I don't have much to say because I'm not going to be nice about it. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, am yeah. going to read this knucklehead's apology. Hey, uh, um, live. Yes, sir. The the one the one thing it was I thought was kind of cool was that Cognito, you know, released a photo of him with the president of 
PlayStation as well. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was like kind of a, you know, hey, look. <laughs> you know, if, you, I, if I don't like understand me. how this became console war. Again, exactly. I'm, I'm going to be 53 years old. Uh, I hold myself accountable for things that I do. I'm very, I'm big on that. If I, if I get it wrong, folks, you know me, I'll come right out and say it. I got it wrong. This, this, no hair on my tongue. Um, he, he's an old man. He, he should know better. He's much older than, uh, than at least, at least even me. And I'm going to be 53 in September. Uh, so he should know better, uh, considering that he has had both sides of the coin as an actual game maker in the industry and now a content creator on YouTube. Now, I'm not saying that, he sh- that he's doing one or the other because of a certain reason. That's his demons. They're not mine, and I don't want them. But I'm going to read his apology, and I'm going to read uh, Cognito's uh, 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 rebuttal. Uh, David Jaffe says this. Yes, 100% Lord Cognito. I fully apologize for even suggesting your specific content, and thanks for explaining the goals of your content uh, you and, and, and TIL make uh, is compromised because of a pick in question. My bad. Looking forward to chatting with you live soon. See, for me, I think that's just pure garbage. Mm-hmm. But that's just me, okay? If he if someone came at me and said some very distasteful things about me and they said that BS, I, I would not... I, I, Listen, folks, I'm a gentleman. They called me Officer Friendly on my beat because that's how I was. And how I am here is exactly how I was in uniform. Mirrored. No difference. Willing to help everyone. Always an, always a, a, a handshake and, and, and a love for the community as a cop as well as outside now, now a content creator. But there i i have a real nasty side folks you you'll never see it cuz it really takes me back into a corner for it to come out but when it comes out it's it's nasty and i don't think i, I something like this when you're attacking my character because of a in picture like i don't know so much about that that's the nasty craig going to come out and i don't i don't think you really want that in your life but i'm going to read you what cognito the proper gentleman said much better bigger man than i would be i'm going to be honest with you He says, at David Jaffe, apology accepted and appreciated. I look forward to discussing more with you in the near future and using this as a teaching moment, both uh, teaching moment, both of our communities can learn from it. This means a lot to me. Hashtag all love. Good on, good on Cognito, who I spoke to for about an hour this morning. I really wanted to get, I wanted to get the, the gist from him. And as aggravated as I sound now is exactly how aggravated I was on the phone. Because I don't like it when people attack my family. And I think that David Jaffe is disgusting. And he should be ashamed of himself. And the re- only reason why that MF apologized is because the, the community gave that dude smoke. Because that what, that what he wrote is half-cocked at best. And I don't accept it. Because Cog's my brother. So fuck Jaffe. Pardon the French. Anyway... Let's get back to the show, and let me bring in Crazy Lou Gaming. Sorry for the curse, folks, but I'm a, I'm a little perturbed. That's the only one you're going to get today. Crazy Lou Gaming, let's talk about it. Uh, every time I see this stuff, this 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 whole console warring, this whole hate thing, it, it just makes me sad because, hey, this is just console, guys. It's just a plastic box. This is what we do. We love gaming. We love talking about it. But just going, you know, out there for personal attacks, you know, because maybe you see his 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 show this way or anything. I'm gonna tell you something. 
in, especially in, in the Latin community, right? I mean, there's people out there that goes in hate. Okay. That doesn't mean I'm like against them or with them. I just, you know, don't, don't like that stuff. You know, I don't go into the, the hate, you know, the hate, the console war hating or people hating because of their opinions or on, on how they go or anything. No, that, that's just an opinion, guys. I mean, they, they, if they love talking about Xbox, let them talk about Xbox. If they love talking about PlayStation, let them talk about PlayStation, you know? But going, you know, to personal attacks or attacking somebody for what they do, I, I, I find it just wrong, you know? It's just, it's just not a nice thing to do because, I mean, Iron Lords work really hard and they are at where they are at because they have worked hard for it. I mean, it's awesome. I'm, I'm happy, super happy for them. Um, and, and for everything they do on how they inform us, on, on how they put out their content, they do an awesome job. And for, for me, like, to, you know, to go out there and do a personal attack or say, you know, oh, he, he, he only sided with these guys, not these guys. I mean, why? I mean, I don't, I don't understand why is that a problem if he only talks about this guy, only talks more about Xbox position. I mean, seriously. His channel is his channel. If he if he wants to talk about anything, he talks about any anything and everything, you know. And I have tons of respects for those guys. And same thing with the, everybody who does content who does content creation. I have tons of respect for everybody. But just going out there and attack, uh, just not. It makes me real sad because I hate attacking people. I'm one of those guys that if I see a meme, I find it funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll laugh at it. You know, I'll, I'll probably join. You know, probably you know throw a little bit of salt just just to joke around because I like to joke around a little bit. But just going, you know, for you to you and going on a hate thing, that's just not nice. And so really, if if like I said, I've been I've been off this weekend and I I, I kind of like saw what's going on. There was like a like a versus battle right there, or something going on. I, I usually don't tend to sit there and read those stuff because I really, you know, I'm not really like, oh, I'm going to go out there, you know, grab my sword and go defend or something like that. Nah, like I said, just talking bad about somebody is just not, I don't find it really, really a good thing. I mean, seriously, just let people do what they do. Let them be happy. And this console war stuff, you know, okay, it's it's fun. If you want to make it fun, make it fun. But just don't attack another person for what they want to do. Seriously, just, just let them be. And let them have fun. Really, just going for, for personal stuff is just that's just not not I don't agree it's gross. with that. It's yeah. gross. It's it's yeah. just bad. It's just bad. And like I said, I've been out for the weekend. I don't know what actually happened. I I you know I saw like a tweet, you know, on, on something Jaffe said. I don't know what's going on with Jaffe, but Jaffe, man, I'm gonna tell you something. If if you need to go outside, take a breather, don't take everything so personal, really just just if you need a change, man, just do a change because maybe if a lot of people are talking about you on how you act on everything, you know, you, you probably need to sit down and, you know, talk to yourself and say, hey, let me change to a positive thing. Let me do something positive or, or, or do some changing. I know you probably are going to say, oh, look at this guy. This guy's saying, you know, this and that. But, hey, it's always good to be a nice guy out there, man. So change if, if, if you're going to be the mean guy, you know, just be the mean guy by yourself. If you got an opinion, just hold it off to yourself. Don't go out there and attack somebody else. You know, that's that's how it is. That's how it is. And yeah, I, I agree. I, 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 I love it when a person's class rises to the top. And yeah. there is no classier person when I think of this community than Lord Cognito. I, I, like I said, I know him personally, so I take this a little bit more personal. 
Again, I, I apologize. And a lot of people are like, oh, I love when Boom curses. I don't like it. I don't because I don't like that kind of content. I'm sorry yeah. about it. I, I, I felt I it just it just it just enraged. It's just, it, it was my it was my super that jumped out. Sorry. Um, listen, at the end of the day, uh, I'm glad that the apology was made to Cog. He deserves it. Uh, I don't think the apology was really well thought out. It, it, to me, it seemed very bland. Uh, and, and the fact that he's like, well, thank you for explaining to me what, you know, how your content. Are you serious? Like, are, are you, you're going to include that in an apology that you attack this dude's character publicly? And that's what you want to include it. Thanks for telling me how your content works. How about before berating someone's character, you watch something of theirs? Because he's been on their show. So he definitely doesn't have an excuse because he knows who the Iron Lords are. So that, that to me, makes it even worse, in my opinion. But enough of that, because he's not worth our time, folks. We wasted, geez, uh, probably 15 or 20 minutes on this knucklehead. He's not worth it. So we're going to talk games. We're going to get into why I think Lena Khan potentially could be impeached. But, folks, before we get to Black Panther, which I am over the freaking moon for, I mean, listen, EA has got... They're in. They're, they got a lot of stuff going on with Star Wars. They have a lot of stuff going on with Marvel, and you know what? EA turned around. They turned the ship around. Remember, they were like the evil corporation at one point. All they want to do is make money, and ever since uh, the head of Respawn has gotten his hooks into a lot of those studios, ideologies have changed. And not only are they making really great games over at EA. They're making games that we want to play, and I want to play a Black Panther game. We're going to get into exactly the new information coming from Cliffhanger Games, which, again, I've never heard of that studio. And listen, if EA trusts them, well, I guess we have to trust them, too. I can't wait to hear more about it, but let me catch up with the Super Chats. We got a lot of them. We have eight that popped in. I want to get to all of them. Drawn TJ drops a very generous opening. $2 Super Chat and says, hey, guys, everyone, please hit the like button. Brother, thank you so much for the, 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 the channel support, as you always do. Gerald Mack, my good brother and the best gray beard in the business, he drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, I agree that he's mad at the world and probably a bit jealous. He isn't a, as relevant as some someone like Lord Cognito. All hail the ILP. Salute the Lords. Indeed, salute those brothers because what they do over there is nothing short of amazing. And you know what? I'm, I'm just happy that they are succeeding in what they love to do. And Cognito loves to talk about video games. So it's great to see him, uh, see uh, him and the rest of the Lords, for that matter, see the success that they ultimately deserve. John TJ drops an additional $5 super chat and says, I'm glad Jaffe is no longer in the gaming industry. Um, sure, he made Twisted Metal and God of War, but he is a POS. I don't agree. I don't disagree with you there, John TJ. Thank you. Uh, Gerald Mack drops an additional very generous $5 super chat and says, going, at, going after Lord Cognito is like Lena Khan going after the ABK deal. <laughs> you have no case. I love it, man. That's good stuff. Uh, Raiden Blade drops a very generous five pounds. Super Chat says, boom, I can't understand Jaffe. Uh, um, but I don't uh, give a care. He can keep his damn apologies to himself. Jaffe has appeared on ILP twice and forgets Cog's name. Yeah, see, that to me is, look. I'm going to say this, folks. I don't have a PhD. I don't, right? But as a police officer, 
we are taught, we are trained to deal with situations that sometimes are just, there's no logical sense for why someone is doing something. So what they are is what we would call an EDP, which is an emotionally disturbed person, right? And it's a different way that you have to handle these. Some of them, uh, some of these things are scary because if you're not in your right mind, people do some really terrible things. Um, I think that the way Jaffe's behavior, and again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying that his erratic behavior on that show shows that there's some sort of a mental illness situation over there. I don't know whether it, again, is it, is he angry at the world? Is he angry at the industry? Is that just his personality? I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to sit him on a chair and diagnose him. I don't have a PhD, but I can tell you that there's something there because no one goes from hot to cold the way he did on that show uh, for no reason. So he maybe, need, may, maybe he needs help. He should ask for it. He should honestly ask for it. Again, I don't have a PhD, so I don't know for sure, but I can tell you that maybe he does need some sort of mental help because him attacking Cognito uh, and, and forgetting his name you, I mean, you've been on this show twice. You know who the Iron Lords are. Everyone who knows who the Iron Lords are, right? So I don't know. Uh, Sarcastic. Oh, no. Hold on. We got Dean Rivera. Dean, what's going on, brother? Welcome and thank you for the very generous $5. Super Chat says Xbox has big time executives that engage with the community and love doing it. PlayStation doesn't, doesn't have that. And I guess some people try to get salty over it. I mean, look, what Microsoft does isn't, a, isn't an act. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not engaging with us as a community because they want kudos. They're still in third place, and they've been in third place for decades. So they're doing this because the people in charge actually are community-based people. Look at Sarah Bond. She's a C-level executive, and she, 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 she's following me. She retweets some of my stuff. She talks to everyone. If you tweeted her, hey, go look at this movie for you and the kids, she'll answer you. How many PlayStation executives are doing that? How many Nintendo executives are doing that? And, and you know, and, and, and again, Aaron Greenberg, one of the most generous human beings you could ever possibly want to, uh, you know, grab a sandwich with. Right? I, I met him uh, in, in 2019. Guys, aces, man. Just complete aces. Um, and, and the ultimate picture of this is phil spencer who actually plays destiny with people in the community and not even any randos he just hey he's, he's i'm gonna jump in yeah come in come on and, and you, you could talk to him like you're talking to me right now who freaking does that no one does that and xbox doesn't flaunt it you don't see them doing advertising look we we are here for the community they just do and people are jealous of that. And if you are, you got you got problems, man. I mean, honestly, that you're, you if you if, if you are one of these people that are saying uh, anyone that interacts with the community is a it's a bad thing, man. I don't you you need to leave the community forthwith uh, because I don't know what the heck you're talking about. That's just that's just crazy. Um, let's see, sarcastic Taurus, just a very generous five dollar super chat. And he says we just saw the trailer to the rise of Sith Boom. <laughs> No, uh, I, we don't want that trailer because I'm. I like being. I really do like being a good guy, man. My Mrs. Boom calls me Captain America. She really does because that's. I mean, I'm. Not, I'm. Wish I had the Super Soldier Serum, but I like helping people. I like being a good guy. It's. It's. I selfishly, I it makes me happy to be good. I don't know. Um, Raiden Blade drops two, two, two pounds. Super Chats and says the first one is 
Go after who you want, but not Cog. You're insane, Jaffe. And I absolutely agree. Raiden Blade drops an additional two pounds. Super Chat says, boom. I love and respect the ILP brothers. Jaffe, POS. I, not going to argue there. Nintendon, the otaku, drops a very generous $5. Super Chat says, no one should be going at Cog's integrity over that pick. We should be going at him for his blatant hate and bias against Nintendo. We know the truth. Are you? That's brother Nintendo. Are you kidding me? He loves his Switch. Oh my goodness, uh, Gerald Mack. Um, hashtag drops an additional two dollars. Super Chat says hashtag Fact Jaffe. Uh, I mean, listen, do your research. If you're gonna, if, if you're going to attack somebody, and you shouldn't do that anyway, you really shouldn't. But if you have a beef with someone. At least do your homework, man. Like, honestly, you can find anything about anybody. Just put their name in and, and do the research. I don't know. Uh, Atomic Customs drops a very generous $2 super check. Atomic Customs, welcome to the program, brother. And thank you for the generosity. And Raiden Blade drops an additional five pounds super chat and says, PlayStation executives can't communicate or have a community because they don't have games that allow them to build a community. How jealous are the hooved ones? Probably very jealous. And shout out to your baby father, who actually, I just read his tweet when he he said the same thing I said about Jaffe being disingenuous with his apology. He drops a very generous $10 super chat and Welcome back, brother. He says he was dead wrong. I told him that when he retweeted me. Uh, a lot of what Jaffe says, especially when he when he guests on other podcasts, is highly performative. I'm glad he's apologized. Yeah, like I said, the apologies, you know, I mean, take it. I'm glad that Cognito accepted it. Um, I wouldn't have. And I think that his apology was half-cocked. I really do, especially because, you know, you're, you're apologizing to someone for your nasty behavior. And in the middle, instead of just continuing with apology and being, you know, coming from the heart, which is what you should do when you're apologizing, it's thanks for explaining to me what you do over there. Like, like anyone needs to explain anything to the likes of you. I'm just saying. But let's talk gaming, folks, because I think if there is one announcement that came out of the out of left field which this is big it's so big it could have been on someone's stage during the you know the E3 week i'm very surprised something this big wasn't like on the keelys cuz this is kind of like a this this to me anyway feels like a keely announcement uh now i i pulled this this comes from marvel marvelcomics.com uh, and uh, this is the official website of Marvel. And they say new EA studio cliffhanger games announces upcoming title based on Marvel's Black Panther. And it says get the, all of the details in the new single player action adventure game set to explore the vibrant world of Wakanda. And it says here uh wakanda forever as we celebrate the 57th anniversary of black panther's comic debut this july we're thrilled to announce cliffhanger games a new AAA development studio based in seattle is working on an original third person single player black panther game in collaboration with marvel games their mission is to build an expansive and reactive world that empowers players to experience what it's like to take on the mantle of Wakanda's protector, the Black Panther. 
and this comes the way of um, uh, led by Kevin Stevens. Now he's uh, he, he's a part of Monolith Productions, or was from Monolith Productions. Cliffhanger has already brought together accomplished talent with leaders from critically acclaimed and innovative games in the action adventure genre of from Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, along with veterans of top franchises, including Halo Infinite, God of War, Call of Duty, and others. And here is a quote from uh, Kevin Stevens. Uh, he says this, We are dedicated to delivering fans a definitive and authentic Black Panther experience, giving them more agency and control over their narrative than they have ever experienced in a story-driven video game. Wakanda is a rich superhero sandbox, and our mission is to develop an epic world for players who love the Black Panther and want to explore the world of Wakanda as much as we do. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? This, What I am starting to see here, and we have to thank insomniac games now i know this is not superheroes uh, a superhero games first rodeo some of the best spider-man games were like way back in like the playstation one era right like they were really fantastic spider-man games but if we are talking modern console gaming which is really really where i want to focus on we have to tip our caps to the absolutely astounding team at Insomniac Games. Because Spider-Man 2018, I think, is going to be responsible for what we get in the future. Um, obviously, we saw what happened with Crystal Dynamics and Avengers. And ultimately, Avengers was marred by some very poor decisions in regards to microtransactions. Story was dope. And their Black Panther DLC, which I have yet to play, according to uh, Keosante, was brilliant. So I definitely want to get to that. The story game, the actual story of the game was pretty fantastic. It just got covered by the shenanigans. And it didn't help that the Spider-Man DLC was only on PlayStation. I mean, that was also another black eye for that. Uh, the team didn't like it, but Sony you know, did that. Um, and of course, if you if you want, what have you done for me lately? And if, and and I and I say this with unbelievable respect. Uh, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, it probably should have been my game of the year. If you have not played that game, um, you should definitely go pick it up. You could probably pick it up for like ten or fifteen dollars. What an outstanding, a unbelievable, outstanding game! The writing is so good, folks. It's James Gunn level good. That's how good that is. And now, now we know we have Black Panther on the horizon. Take all the time you need, folks. Get this right. I cannot wait to play. Let's Web Dave. This is this is great. What a great, what a great way to wake up to a Monday. New <clears throat> Black Panther game announced. Let's talk about it. Uh yeah, it's uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be good for sure. Yep. Uh I'm excited for it. I mean, you know, it, it's an amazing character and it's uh, you know. I, I wish it was uh, followed by exclusively to uh, to Xbox, but you know, but uh, as long as it's multi-plat, that's uh, that's that's cool. I'm 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 for that for sure. Um, in fact, it's it's you know it's such a iconic character, and it really, the, especially the first movie, really hit a chord 
um, with the community uh, that it, um, you know, it really deserves to be everywhere. So I hope that it makes it to as many platforms as possible because I, I think it's something that, uh, um, you know, the representation uh, of a superhero like that is, uh, is good for all of us. So I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm definitely going to play it. Uh, um, you know, I'll work out a deal with game pass. Let's get it on there. I, I would like, I, well, look, I, I, again, game pass. We, we don't know. I mean, obviously this, who know who's to say that Microsoft doesn't uh, do a marketing deal. Cause if you're, you're right. if you're going to market anybody, black Panthers, who are you going to, you're going to go with? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I love it. I mean, it's possible, right? It, it's definitely possible. Uh, I know some people are saying it's probably in very pre-productions. Yeah, I mean, obviously they just announced it. Yeah, I, I don't even know if we have storyboard artwork yet. Uh, this game is not going to be. It's not going to come out for uh, a couple of years, at least four, maybe even five. But who cares? I mean, there's so much, there's so many games to play. It's it's just crazy anyway. But I like what you're putting down, Dave. Uh, listen, let, let's bring in Fuzzy Belvedere. Fuzzy, this is again another really nice announcement to wake up on the morning obviously the announcement that we all want we did not get which of course mm-hmm. is that there's no preliminary injunction and microsoft is going to close it over the ftc uh and uh get, get this deal done that's what we really wanted but i gotta be honest with you coming on coming off the heels of uh, a great film in wakanda forever uh, and obviously we're we're still all reeling at the death of uh, of Chadwick. I mean, it's it still make it still brings a tear to my eye. Honestly, it really does. I really liked him as as an actor, but his him as a person was just beautiful. Just a beautiful person. Uh, this is this is wonderful. Let's talk about it, man. Yeah, I I actually only thought that there was one Black Panther game being made, and there was the one by Skydance where it's going to be like Captain America and Black Panther. And I was looking forward to that one, even though Skydance is more so known for movies more so than gaming, but uh, was really anxiously awaiting, uh, you know, further details on that game. I think we learned about that in D22 last year, but uh, I had no idea. And I guess a few people in the community had kind of seen some, you know, news about like the formation of this uh, studio under EA and everything uh, with the guy that one of the the leads from uh, Monolith. You know, the Nemesis system and everything, although they have a patent on that, but um, they're over there starting a new studio under EA and that this was it's been in the works for probably a year now, give or take. So I guess this is more of an official announcement where they've they've probably moved past the storyboarding aspect and they're they're probably working on like the the base build as far as the uh, the world itself and, and the mechanics and things like that. So. You know, hopefully within the next five or within the next four years, it'll probably be a late gen uh, release for this uh, gen of console. But man, it it's I wish there were more superhero games. And this one is definitely on the top of my list for ones that that needs a, a game or full story. Like we had the DLC for the Avengers, which was pretty cool. But to have a full on game would be even better. And and I'm glad that they they've actually, you know, you know, released the news or, or opened up the news about this and you know, keep an eye out for it for pretty much the next few years until it's released. But man, it, it it's like that that dream that we've wanted for a lot of more superhero games, more than just Spider-Man. And we know we got Wolverine coming. I think we even, I mean, EA is jumping in with Marvel big time because they have an Iron Man game that they've been working on as well. Yeah. So this is, I, I hope this is a start of something that EA continues to do. 
Um, and I, I have pretty good confidence in the Iron Man one if they use the uh, Anthem mechanics. But with uh, Black Panther, definitely looking forward to see what type of uh, combat and, and acrobatics and things like that that they'll have incorporated in it. So definitely looking forward to it. But man, awesome news to wake up to this morning. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. I mean, again, if, if you're a superhero fan, I am. Uh, and obviously, uh, we have a lot on the horizon. Wolverine, I totally forgot about. My God, that's also Insomniac. That's probably going to be really dope. Uh, and obviously, the Iron Man game was announced. We don't know what, how that's going to be, but it's by EA, who has who happens to own the uh, Anthem mechanics, which if anyone played that game, the, the first thing anyone ever said is, my God, this would be a great Iron Man game, right? So yep. uh, they have the flight mechanics down, uh, the, the, you know, the, the jumping off and landing. It, it's so I would imagine that the Iron Man game is going to be pretty dope as well. Uh, but this is this to me is great news because I do really, really like the Black Panther. And uh, I, I, I can't wait to see how the world building it, 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 again. It, it sounds like it could potentially exclusively be in Wakanda. If, in fact, that's the case, Wakanda's freaking huge, man. So. Maybe we get uh, uh, Claw. Maybe we get some other Avengers in there. Uh, who knows? It, it, all I know is that it, I'm excited. And again, great, great, great news to wake up to. Uh, Crazy Luke Gaming, let's get your hot take on the announcement uh, of, of uh, uh, Cliffhanger Studios, a new studio, AAA, by the way, working exclusively with EA. And uh, you're going to bring us Black Panther, man. Talk about it. Man, I haven't seen this something. When I heard that the guys from middle earth are working on this game oh my god i mean i'm gonna tell you this for me one of the best sword fighting games out of last generation i could pop in the cd right now and last just hours running into the forts and fighting and and just chopping all the swords up is shadow of morph i love the combat system on that game for me is the best. I have not seen a game that can actually match it. Not seriously, I have not seen one. Not seen one, especially the way it works, the way it upgrades everything of that game. Oof, I can just talk about it for hours. But and hearing that they are working on a Black Panther game, that's just triples my excitement. So happy that we're getting a Black Panther game. And, man, he deserves it. They deserve I mean, really, he deserves to get his own game. Seriously, super excited about it. When I read the news, super happy about it because, Jesus, I mean, this is going to be a game I'm going to play a lot. And I hope it is. Like you said, I hope it's in Wakanda. I hope, you know, we got to do, like, some some commissions, some commissions, you know, get, get some new suits, get some new claws, get some cool weapons. Oh, man, I mean, whoo, hearing about it. Really made me happy today. Super happy that working. Not only that, one of the best teams are working on that game, and that game is actually going to release. That is just freaking awesome. Super happy about that. Yeah. I mean, listen, every time they announce a new game, my backlog just screams in pain yep. because I have to figure out what the freaking play. Like right now, uh, I just finished uh, the winter season update for Halo Infinite. I have officially done everything every battle pass in halo infinite to the, to date everything is done i am um, i i loved every second of it so now i'm back to hogwarts black harry potter are you there sir i'm back to what is it's gonna be my top three i don't know if it's gonna be my game of the year but it's 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 still it's still hanging in there because 
I, I, I started playing like last night because my brother, my brother Neo Mental, uh, was like he finally cracked it open and now he's addicted like 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 crack cocaine. He can't stop playing it. Uh, and I was like, all right, you know what? Now now you've encouraged me to get back to it. And my God, that game is so good. It is gorgeous to look at. Um, so I'm back playing that. And as soon as I'm done beating that game, I think I'm probably around 10 or 15 hours from beating it. Uh, hit just hit level 34. Uh, I'm going to get back to Jedi Survivor, which I got about six hours into. And I was like, these bugs, they're killing me. So those are my next two games. I want to beat these two games. That's what I'm going to play exclusively uh, for quite some time, at least until Starfield. And then after that, nothing is going to matter except for Starfield because, damn, I cannot wait to hunt and uh, do some bounty hunting and kill a whole bunch of pirates because that's what I'm going to do. Mr. Lawman, yes, that is me. Um, all right, listen, let, let's get into this Lena Khan, sh- uh, Lena Khan shenanigans, folks, uh, because, look, Again, this isn't a witch hunt. This isn't because she's a female. This isn't because, you know, it has nothing to do with that. If anyone says that about me, you're a knucklehead. I don't roll that way. I am talking about it as a taxpaying American citizen who does not like to see our monies be wasted and thrown to the curb because of someone's ridiculous ideology. A classroom ideology, mind you. Well, it turns out, now again, this comes the way, the story I pulled uh, from the Washington Examiner. Uh, It was written by Carl uh, uh, Zasbo. Uh, It was posted this morning. And according to uh, the the, the head title is Lena Khan Goes to Congress. And And the article says this, folks. Federal Federal Trade Commission Chairwoman Lena Khan is set to testify before the U.S. House of uh, House of Committee on Thursday, which is uh, in a couple of days. Khan, a name now synonymous with competent for constitutional norms, has refused to turn over documents to Congress. This act echoes the FBI Director Christopher Wray uh, and places Khan under the shadow of potential contempt of Congress charges. These actions are not merely political jousting, but have significant implications for all Americans. Now, what those documents are, I honestly do not know. Um, But I can say that she is currently being investigated uh, by Congress for abuse of authority, abuse of power, uh, and she's being investigated by both sides, both Republicans and Democrats. This new story is troubling. Uh, because obviously she has said publicly, ladies and gentlemen, that she does not care about going and suing someone and losing in court. According to her, they have the ability to sue, and they're just going to sue. And it turns out, and I only learned this thanks to Everborn Saga, who told me a couple of, uh, I would say maybe about a month ago, before the the uh, Activision and Microsoft pressed the issue on closing over the FTC, which forced them to go to federal court. They had changed the rules on what power the judge overseeing the current case could have on a Friday evening at 4.30, right before closing. They changed the law where uh, uh, they don't have to uh, listen to his. They can they can take his opinion into account, disregard the opi- that, that said opinion, and then, of course... 
um, uh, go to a, a hold up the hold up the the acquisition for years to come by sending it to another judge. Um, obviously, that's abusive. Uh, that's abusive authority. That's abusive power. Um, and uh, she's ultimately either going to resign or be impeached. There's just no doubt about it. There's too many people gunning for her right now, and it's rightfully deserved. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I want to get um, Fuzzy's take hot take on this again. She's going to Congress on Thursday. This is now the second time she's um, going to be grilled, if you will. Uh, there's there's a lot of questions, uh, and 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 I still hope uh, that when this deal is done, and, and maybe Microsoft is like, yeah, listen, we got the deal done. We don't care. But I think that uh, she needs to be investigated because there are still thoughts and claims over. Um, potential collusion with the CMA, right? Obviously, we saw that the head of the CMA just sent a letter that was requested by the UK government regarding the conversations that she had with Lena Khan. So this is this might actually be a thing. Collusion is not... I'm not saying it just because I like saying the word collusion. There actually may be something here. Mm -hmm. uh, and now, we, now she's being called to the carpet in Congress, and now she's refusing to present documents. I, I don't know if I want to be her right now. You would think she got the message with the original hearings when they were asking for a bigger budget and they were asking for these documents and she kind of played it off as well, when we get around to it. And the one Congress lady was like, uh, no, we when we request them, we expect them kind of thing. Um, I, I, I had this, you know, it's probably a, a tinfoil hat theory, but I, I think that there are some people in the FTC that are tired of the shenanigans as far yep. as it's not meeting the mission statement of what the authority was set to do. Uh, and that is to protect the consumer from, you know, corporations taking advantage, whether it be through privacy issues or financial means or, or things along those lines. And she seems to be just focused on the, the, the big tech industry as far as the, the billions of dollars involved, which I, I applaud her for having at least some goal, but the, the approach where there's like a zero sum, there's no coming to the table for negotiations. That's a little, I won't say absurd, but it, it's definitely off, off kilter as far as trying to get things accomplished. At least even in Washington, you, you have to at least negotiate, but, when it came down to the the previous hearing, they talked about the experts and and um, advisors that they paid, and I would like to see some of these receipts because anybody that gave them the advice that they did in reference to this case, and brought up things like the do you need a Windows key for you know micro or Xbox games or anything like that. Obviously, they weren't the experts that they really needed. And if they paid them anything more than a dollar, they overpaid. Um, so it, it seems to me maybe there are some people in within the FTC that kind of sabotage it from the inside. Uh, just because th there's a lot of things that you would think after research and having, you know, interns or, or people that are, are tasked to do the research would have found you know, maybe a little bit better case or, or things to point out. Instead, it seems like they read Sony's notes, copied their homework and brought that into court. And that's as far as it went. Um, and that being said, it, there needs to be some form of investigation because if you're bringing what, seven cases to court and losing each one of them, and this is at the taxpayer's expense, 
and you're not benefiting the taxpayer in any way as far as protecting the consumer. You're just going on with this agenda that you want to change the laws on the books without necessarily getting the people that make the laws or change the laws involved. It, it just seems like a, a roof, uh, you know, a futile battle at that point. Like it would be like somebody, you know, constantly running into a brick wall, hoping that maybe the, the, the construction company will take the wall down. I mean, or maybe they'll eventually knock the wall down, but you can't run into it head on. You, your better bet is to ask them, Hey, can you move the wall or why does the wall have to be here? Could you put a cutout? No. Instead of getting Congress involved or, or working with politicians in that regard, no, she's going to take it to court and lose, what is it? Seven cases now and cost us millions of dollars, uh, waste the time of, of personnel where it, it, it just feels like this was a, 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 misaligned strategy from get-go and you know this investigation hopefully will come down to the bottom of it although with any government investigation there's always more tax dollars spent and more time wasted to some extent but hopefully this will either one cause her to rethink her approach on things and and be less likely to bring cases to court where they know they don't have a chance at winning or maybe this will start the process in getting her replaced for someone that is going to be more focused on the consumer and and things like, like I always say, if, if you're going to focus on big tech companies, focus on the cable companies. What, like the fact that in most parts of America, unlike, you know, even Canada, and I only know it's this because I've had friends and family and there. They can break you over the coals and that's yeah. it. Yeah. It's like you only have maybe two choices at max. And a lot of cases, only one choice for that region. And it's mm. like they purposely carnal or quartered off certain sections where, all right, we have this market. You can have that market as far as the cable companies are concerned. No more a la carte stuff. I mean, some areas are trying it, but it's like five times more than what it's in, in Canada. And typically things cost more in Canada because there's other taxes involved in those uh, fees and stuff. So why is our a la carte cable like five times higher in comparison? Why why is a la carte cable here not even really, you know, a viable thing? But, you know, everybody looks the other way when cable companies are, are involved or the phone companies and things along those lines or even the electric companies now. Like you would you would think that those would be more consumer targeted or consumer focused avenues or, or industries to focus on. No, we're we're going to focus on video games because, you know, that's entertainment and it's frivolous spending, I guess. So, yeah, we 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 need to have our hand out for that as opposed to the billions and trillions of dollars involved in the other industries where they, you know, make backdoor deals and look the other way as far as, you know, regions that are covered or served or or customers being protected or raked over the coals. But I I've, I've rambled enough. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, listen, you make a great point, Dave. I want to read a couple of excerpts here uh, to kind of paint the picture of exactly who Lena Khan is. Mm-hmm. And so you understand that this is not a witch hunt for Mr. Boomstick XL. According to the author, the FTC is one of the most powerful agencies in the country, holding the authority to govern every single business in the nation. A once widely respected bi- bipartisan commission it is now run by Democrats after Khan's corruption drove all Republican commissioners to leave. But the consequences of Khan's actions extend far beyond mere congressional subpoenas, political feuds, or interagency bureaucracy. They're affecting the daily lives of consumers and businesses, which is the truth. But this is where it gets crazy, folks. And this is how you got to know who you're dealing with. Uh, he says, put simply, Khan's policies hurt our pocketbooks. 
Uh, before her tenure at the FTC, she was a professor. Folks, I don't know whether you know that or she wasn't. She was a professor. She became famous for writing a paper where she complained that Amazon's prices were too low. Think about that for a second, folks. Their prices were too low. So let me get this straight, Mrs. Khan. I shop at Walmart because a box of cereal there is under four bucks. But if I go to Stop and Shop, it's seven. Now, I'm on a pension, right? So I have to manage my money correctly. So I'm going to go to Walmart. I quite, quite frankly like Walmart. Is what she's suggesting okay for the average consumer right here to pay seven bucks for a box of cereal or under four under four dollars at Walmart? That to me is bonkers. And again, her whole ideology is not is not real world based. It is based on classroom antics. And she was not in government before she was uh, uh, given this position by the president. And she is effing up left, right, and center. So the fact that she's refusing to give documents to uh, to Congress tells me if if you have nothing to hide, folks, what are we hiding from? Can someone tell me what would you hide if you have nothing to hide? I'm just saying, Dave. We'll talk about it, brother. Yeah, no, sorry, I had to do it. Um. Okay, so her position that she's in, she was brought in, um, is basically a political hit person. That is that is her goal. She doesn't care about the consumer. She doesn't care if she loses. She's clearly said that because her mandate comes from the president. Sorry if people don't want to, you know, about politics, but it's, that's what he wants. He wants to get in control of big tech because he wants to control big tech in the Democratic Party. It's, it's, as, it's as clear and as simple as that as to why they're doing what they're doing. And they feel like if they go after these big companies, right or wrong, they don't care, then they're going to be enough of a thorn in their side to where they're going to come play ball with that party that's in power. And I, I know it's, you know, but what about this? And what about to her? None of that matters. Her reputation doesn't matter because she's been picked by the president to do this job and the job she's doing for him and the party. Uh, she's doing very well because she's, you know, they're they're dragging their heels, they're they're causing chaos and delays because that's what they want to do. I mean, it's it's I, I know I, I, not it's not very colorful, not very pretty, not very insightful. Seems like, but but to me, it's it's really that clear and cut and dry from my perspective. That's that's what she's doing is that she's doing the basically the president slash Democratic Party's bidding because they want control over big tech. They want big tech in control because big tech in control can also control a lot of the narratives, which we've we found out once Elon bought Twitter and a lot of things came out that they didn't want you all to know. And, you know, it's not a conspiracy theory. This is the facts. <laughs> so that it just basically, uh, you know, um, they they want the controlling power, and that's what um, you know. Dictatorships, that's what corrupt governments do, and unfortunately, 
in America, that's kind of where we're at right now until we uh, take it back. So, sorry if I, my hat turned a little red today. But, no, you know, I mean, listen, you're, you're, listen, the only reason why we're talking about it because it does involve, I hate politics, folks. Yeah, politics me too. are gross. Uh, yeah. I, I don't like talking about them, but because this is inv- this directly involves ABK, I figured it'd be worthy of a conversation because, like I said, ultimately, the, 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 the request of the documents, I'm sure, have a lot to do with uh, what went what went on with the CMA. It just so happens that the the, the UK government was had requested from the head of the CMA uh, the, the the you know a, a response to hey you know you had all these meetings you said you didn't take these meetings but now you did take the meetings what exactly is happening? Again, it screams collusion over a video game acquisition. It, it, I just find it so ridiculous. It, it to me, it's just it's just dumb. Ultimately, one, one, one last thing I want I want to say, boom. I'm sorry because uh, of because of a super chat you're going to have coming up here in a little bit, but um, my manga manga whatever the hell that crap is. Uh, I am a Republican. I do not like Trump. But his policies put America in a better place than they are right now. So that's all I have to say about that. No more political talk from me. Yeah. Well, but, okay, I, 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 folks, have your opinions. Uh, opinions. Yep. They're like a-holes. Everyone has one. Has one. And, sometimes <laughs> and I'm stay. a big so asshole. No, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it is what it is. We don't normally. We're, we're going to get back to video games talk. Yeah, but sorry. Like I said, it's, it, to me, it's important to bring this up because it it. it it affects ABK uh, and, and what it ultimately will do. And see, that's the thing um, is affect any business in gaming moving forward. I think what you what I think the, the, the one takeaway, whether Microsoft gets it or they don't, is thanks to Sony. And they're pissing and moaning. They have now taken a spotlight from U.S. governments or not just U.S. government governments around the world and put it on gaming. When it didn't have to be that way, and that's that is all because of Jim Ryan and SIE. So ultimately, the problem is even if Microsoft gets this done by the miracle, and of course it shouldn't be a miracle because it's the truth, right? They have all of the information that was provided by uh, by all of their witnesses. There's nothing illegal about this case. It is Sony is going to be fine for years. They just have to be better. So I don't see what the problem is, but ultimately, ultimately, this is going to affect acquisitions from everyone moving forward. And that is all stemmed thanks to Jim Ryan and SIE complaining about this deal because they were the loudest and they put the crosshairs on Microsoft's back. And that's why we are where we are. And they got the they got the kind ear of the CMA, which a bunch of knuckleheads over there. And they got uh, uh, even more knuckleheads over on the FTC. Again, colluding with one another to get a deal blocked that's about video games. Pretty crazy when you consider what Fuzzy Belvedere said about how cable companies and power companies are raking people over the coals. And we have to do nothing but pay. Go th- Think about that for a hot second. Pretty ridiculous. Um, so... Let's uh, let, let, let's move on to Crazy Lou Gaming. Get your hot take on this. I'm going to get back to, of course, talking about gaming because that's what we do. We have to get into Avowed. We have to get into uh, Clockwork Revolution. Uh, new information on both. They're small, 
but they're still worthy of a conversation. We're going to get into that momentarily. Let's get your hot take on Lena Khan shenanigans. I know it doesn't affect you because obviously you're in the in the Dominican Republic, but from an outside point of view, I'm interested to get your hot take on what's going on. Well, here's the thing, though, Boo. I mean, life right now is hard. It's harder than ever. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. I mean, everything is more expensive. Prices have, have, have gone sky high and, and all this stuff. And we're talking about a video game company that's actually acquiring another company, which in the near future, not now, we're going to get probably Call of Duty and Game Pass. We're going to get a bunch of games in Game Pass, which at the end of the day, right. us as subscribers, right, we're going to save money. I mean, if you want to buy, we can buy because we're going to have the option. We, or we can play it, just leave it there or later on buy it and have it part of our digital collection. Why not? You know? It's good because that's the thing, though. That's what we want. We always want the, and that's the word that that it seems like Lena Khan seems to be forgetting. And the word is options. All of us are always looking for is options. That's what we look for all the time. Because hey, we want to play this game. We want to buy this game. Oh damn, it's seventy dollars. But I'm gonna tell you something. Seventy dollars is seventy dollars for me. It's four thousand pesos. Four thousand four hundred pesos. Right for you guys, it's seventy dollars. So for me to spend those, those 4,000 pesos, I have to sit down and think about it. Like, oh, man, what am I going to do I'm, on this? And when I see it drop on Game Pass, I'm like, oh, wow, it's, it's, it's good. I'm happy. I, I'm, I'm saving money. And later on, you know, when it drops down to a price, I can probably get it. And that's the thing that we want. We want options. Yeah. We don't want to stick to this whole $70 thing deal because, hey, it's going to – it's like what Mr. Webb Dave said. It's going to be pretty much like uh, – and the word is um, – not – is it a dictatorship, right? Oh, these consoles are like – oh, not a dictatorship. Like, uh, oh, man, I don't know how to say the word. But um, it's like, oh, yeah, we, all we have is the $70 option on all these consoles. We don't want that. We, I mean, we want to look for ways on always on how to save. And her, like, you know, I read the article, like she was she was saying on Amazon on, on how they drop the prices. Hey, that, that's the way their company works. If they want to do it, they want to drop prices, drop prices. It's called competition now. And we need that. We need these companies to compete. Why do we need it? Because, hey, if, if I'm going to go buy, a, let's say, a, 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 like you said, boom, a water bottle. Let's say on Amazon, I can find it for $2. But if I go to Walmart and it costs 5 where am I going to get it? I'm going to get it in Walmart because I'm yeah. saving 3 bucks. And that's what I want. I want to find options on where I need to save. So that's the thing that she seems to be forgetting. She she needs to understand that for us consumers, we want options. And if she's like closing down, like, oh, it's going to affect this company. It's going to affect that company. Let it, let it affect them. Because we want these companies to compete to be better. I mean, all of us sit here and we talk for hours on how we want Sony to be the way it was, like on how we wanted to bring back Soulcom, on how we want to bring back this, and how we want to bring back another game, right? If Sony doesn't come back to the way it was, because right now, I'm, I'm be honest, they're they're doing pretty much the same thing. We're getting a Horizon um, Forbidden West three, I'm not Forbidden West. I'm gonna do Horizon, Last of Us three. They're they're grabbing old games and bring them back. You know, okay, if you guys like that, cool. But I want to see Sony, you know. To bring not only bring back you know like oh, those old games on for PlayStation Four, I want them to go back to the PS2 era and bring back a, a bunch of all, their old games and bring them new, bring them fresh, and bring us yep. for us to pay to play. And not only that, give us an option, give us an option too. Like for example, you guys got your PS Plus, good. And like how the judge said, 
why don't you just make your P- why don't they just make the PF Plus kind of like the Game Pass, you know? Because hey, if that happens, I'm telling you, even right now, I'll probably get jumped by fanboys and say, "Oh, look at this guy saying this," <laughs> and, and man, I don't care what you guys say. But hey, <laughs> if <laughs> I love y'all, but I don't care what you guys say because I'm gonna save money. If I'm gonna save money, heck yeah, I'll pay that plus for hundred twenty dollars. Heck yeah, I'll pay. it can cost two hundred dollars. But if they're releasing four games by the end of the year, uh, on the price there goes of your 70, money. Yeah. Oh man, I'm saving money. I'm saving money, and that's the whole point. That's what we want to do nowadays. We want to save money because, like you said, everything has gone up. So yeah, Lena Khan, give us those options. Give us this, and she's in trouble because she's not giving documents. That's not good on her side either. Because seriously, be an open book. Be an open book. Don't be afraid. If you if you give all your stuff over there, and if you're doing something wrong, then hey. Somebody's gonna take your job. That's the truth. Someone's gonna take your job, and then somebody's gonna say, "Hey, goodbye, Lena Khan." But yeah. you, you, you can't be the way you you are. I mean, you can't be blocking this because you have a feeling that this company might be affected or this. Why do you care? Let them be affected because at the end of the day, it's us you should worry about. It's us that we are paying our money, and we that we work really freaking hard for it. And we want to find a way to save and to in order to supply these companies, right? In order to get not to, as a supplier, in order to buy their games and to buy their stuff, you know. So let them let us have options. So yeah, sorry, Lena, you're in trouble it, because you're not doing your job right. I hope that I hope that you're not in, in such a major trouble that you know you probably go to jail or anything. I hope not because I don't desire nothing wrong, bad for anybody. But if you're doing your job wrong, really, somebody's just going to take forward and take your stuff. But give Look, us those options because we want uh, that. Absolutely. Uh, options are great for consumers. Uh, right. And, uh, uh, you know, again, say what you want about Game Pass. You can call it, you know, I've heard people say some stupid shit like yeah. Welfare Pass. I've, I've heard that, which is just disgusting. Um, yeah. I've heard people say that, you know, it's cannon fodder for, for, for games. Oh, okay, if you think so, sure. Um, but uh, if Sony isn't held in check by having a Game Pass out there, Please, could someone confirm for me that the launch of the next consoles, they're not going to make their games $80 instead of $70? Because who's going to stop them? I got a question for you. This is, this is a good question. This is, this is actually a good question. If you have a PlayStation, right, aren't you mad? I mean, guys, aren't you mad that, for example, if Xbox goes out there and gets an exclusive content for themselves, wouldn't you be mad and be like, oh, my God, I wish I had that on PlayStation. I mean, wouldn't you be mad on that side, too? Yeah. I mean, seriously, I would be mad, too. Why would I, Why does Sony always have to, like, pretty much grab everything? I understand it's a way to compete, and that's what Sony's scared of. Sony's scared of that Xbox is going to go up, and more developers are going to have more talks with them, and they're going to have – that's another thing. Developers are going to have more options to negotiate. When Sony probably said, hey, this is how it is. This is how it's going to go. If you don't like it, then bye-bye. Now you got Xbox going up. It's going to give developers more options too. So seriously, I will be mad every time I see like an exclusive content going over, over on, on one side. I hate when that happens. I want to, I want it to be for everybody. I don't want to go out there and get a console just to get what a, a, a super magic wand that probably like blows up something. I don't want that. You know, I want it to be everywhere. All right. Oh yeah. I have to wait a, a year. Like they, they, they do with Call of Duty. No wonder Call of Duty sells uh, tons in PlayStation because why they already got their exclusive content over there. And when the year comes around, Guess what happens? A new Call of Duty comes out, and why the yep. heck am I going to go back and play that? Exactly. That's the thing. So seriously, let them compete. 
Look, at the end of the day, uh, it's all about competition. Uh, I don't think that the way that uh, that uh, Sony's doing doing business is good for gaming. I think that they are exactly who we thought that they were. Um, and if they had it their way, they'd make their games ninety dollars in next gen. They, they absolutely would. Uh, I, I, but again, I, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on that, folks. We yeah. we're gonna run a little later today because obviously we had a, a topic to open up the show. That originally wasn't there, so we're going to get to Avowed. We're going to get to Clockwork. We're going to talk about that right now. Um, but I do want to catch up on Super Chats. We have uh, the Silver Shroud. Just a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, Jeff's a clown. He purposely says stuff to trigger Xbox community to get reactions and views for his YouTube channel. Ignore him. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't listen to any of his stuff anyway. So, yeah, thank you for the Super Chat, brother. Uh, Chubby Big Toe, welcome to the program, brother. He drops. A very generous five dollars of chat and says, "Kill that politicals talk, Web Dave. I'm a liberal and hate the FTC, but stop with the mag maga talk." Yeah, I mean, listen, he's entitled to his opinion. You're entitled to yours. We don't do politics very often. I'm sorry I even brought it up because obviously I don't want to separate the community. Politics are filthy, and both parties suck. That's the truth. They both suck. Some have, uh, uh, you know, ideologies and things in place that benefit us as 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 paying as taxpayers. But ultimately, they're all for themselves. I, I, I mean, I hate to say that. That's, they really are. I have very few politicians I respect. I have a few. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is what it is, dude. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a very generous $5 of gen says, I agree with you, Web Dave. It's all a ploy to get Democrats elected in 2024, and that's wrong. And Trump did have good policies. I mean, listen, I'm not the biggest Trumpster, man. I, I, that guy's a racist piece of shit. I'm sorry. Uh, he really is. I'm sorry to curse again. Uh, I did not. I, his his antics are just of a giant child with a big magnifying glass. I'm I not a fan of the way his policies, some of his policies were good, but the way he conducted himself was just awful. Just an awful rich person that became president. I don't know what else to say. Um but Silent Cypher drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, it's not that Lena doesn't realize the issues. It's that he's just a, is that she just doesn't care. She just wants the power, wants to feel special, not responsible. I mean, I hope that's not the case, dude, because if it's a power trip thing, then they definitely put the wrong person in, 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 in a position. You got to remember, not saying she's not qualified. She has the paper. Right. She has the documentation. She has the schooling not taken that away from her. I'm not saying even her ideologies are wrong. Her ideologies to to to, you know, clamp down on big business is sound. But there's also supposed to be a part two to that. We're supposed to matter. Right. It's supposed to be we're going to make sure that big business doesn't beat down on the consumers. But every time you hear her speak, we're never in that conversation. To me, that's wacky. And that's what happens when you hire someone that was a teacher and you ask them to, to, to run an organization that is a major part of, of, the, uh, of how America runs. I, I don't know so much about that. But, again, that's, that's the end of that. Uh, Mental, R, Mental 9R drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, at the launch of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, Games were sixty bucks uh, in uh, Canada. Now they're ninety. That's a fifty percent increase in one console generation here in Canada. That's why we need things like Game Pass and PlayStation Premium. I, dude, I a thousand percent agree. I think that uh, games 
it, to me, I, I, my ultimate ideology, my, my picture of how I would want things to be get done is Game Pass, I think, is the catalyst of how all of these publishers need to go Nintendo and PlayStation alike. I think that, and I agree with uh, Crazy Lou. If even if even if Sony's um, yearly subscription service was, you know, it's right now it's 120 bucks. You, you get old games in there. And I, I, I was I always thought that you know PlayStation players don't like old games, right? So that that's what we're getting because I say we because I paid my 120 bucks in January and I'm good until January January of 2024. But I have not used it. It to me, I wasted my money because outside of Stray, last year that there was nothing. Literally, I got it for Stray because I was going to spend buy the game. I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me upgrade for the forty three bucks or whatever it is. Sony was telling me to upgrade, and I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to get some new stuff this year. They haven't gotten nothing, man. They really haven't. So it's it's it sucks. Uh, I I'd love to see them go day and date, even if they charged more. Let's say, for instance, they went to. $180 a year. If you're telling me that I'm going to get uh, two to four AAA bombs from Sony's first party, yeah, I'll pay 180 bucks because if you do the math, 7643 here in New Rochelle, New York, times four, well, just do the math. It would be worth it. And if you could throw an indie game or three in there and maybe a second party deal in there, then it's worth, then it's definitely worth 180 bucks. I'll definitely pay. And Nintendo, Nintendo's the same way. Nintendo games, they, you know, the first game, their first $70 game was Zelda. I would imagine they're going to continue that trend. It would be pretty dope if they had a, you know, a, a service that gave you games day and date. They do offer, um, and it's not a service, but if, if, if you go to the website, every now and again, they offer these vouchers. You buy two of them for 100 bucks, and you pick any game on the list, and that's how I got Zelda. So I didn't spend 70 bucks on Zelda. I paid 50 bucks. Because I bought the $100 coupon, I picked Pikmin 4, I picked Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and, and, I, and I was very happy because I got both games for uh, $100. Uh, so they do offer a deal, not so much like Game Pass, but I, I'd, I'd love to, I, I, I really think that this is the way of the future of gaming is paying a monthly subscription like we do for Netflix and for uh, Disney Plus and whatever you, you watch your shows on. If the content is there, you'll gladly pay the whatever per month. Gaming's a little different because games are expensive to make. I don't know. Uh, we also have uh, the uh, Chubby Big Toe uh, drops an additional $2 of chat. Since I agree, both parties suck. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you for that, brother. The Silver Shroud drops an additional $5 super chat and says, D-Batch revealed on his video how Sony acquired multiple studios in, in the early 90s and even acquired a publisher. Yeah, Psygnosis was dope dude i loved almost every one of their games uh not organic at all yeah yeah they're 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 full of best they're, there's nothing organic about sie let me let me tell you nothing at all we also have calorie just a very generous two dollars super chat and says playstation plus sucks how is gc gt7 not on there one year later yeah i but dude i i will play it if it's in the service i will not play it uh, out of the service, which is to me is ridiculous that it's not in there. I don't know. Uh, and Chubby Big Toe drops a very additional uh, $2 super chat and says, David Jaffe lost a fan today. Shock jock attempt. Yeah, it, it's gross. It's He just, uh, he, 
he attacked the wrong one, man. The community came out and 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 did what we're supposed to do as community members. We circled the wagons around Mr. Cognito, who deserves it that and ten times over because he is a gentleman and a scholar. Uh, but listen, guys, we we got to talk. We got to talk about uh, two games now. Look, if there's one thing that we learned, folks, from this past June. And even if you are a PlayStation dude or duet, even if you're just a Nintendo guy or gal, you got to tip your cap to Microsoft. Now, again, if there's one big criticism that we've been all waiting for them to curb stomp is their first party output. And obviously we saw a lot of really good stuff. Like, honestly, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it and we're going to get, and I think that the, 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 the train of excitement is going to start this September with Starfield. Like I said, I, I, I'm saying this. Take it to the bank if you want. If not, you know, the, no problem. There's another bank around the corner. I think that the Redfall situation will be the last time that ever happens again. Now, maybe that's more of a wish than a, than a confirmation. But in my heart, I believe that. And there are two games, folks that are being released that I think are going to change hearts and minds, not only in the gaming community, but I actually think that we're going to get to a point where Xbox is releasing so many bangers that even the filthy press is going to have to bend the knee and be like, yeah, we got to give them credit. Two of those games are what we're going to talk about right now. Now, first of all, Good friend of the community. I'd even say great friend of the community. Clobriel actually posted some information. And again, it's not a lot of information because we don't know a whole lot of about outside of what they showed us. Uh, He put first person combat is a huge focus in avowed. You will have swords, shields, pistols, magical spells, and more at your disposal, including the ability to dual wield, which... I didn't know. So that's why I was like, well, we, we, we definitely got to talk about this. But I, I kind of want to bring this back to uh, one of my most anticipated games. I, I mean, who, who in the chat, raise your hand, is a fan of Bioshock? Now, I know all three were phenomenal, but Bioshock 1 is masterclass. Now, that, that's Ken Levine at his absolute greatest brilliance. Um, and I can go and put that game on now. And every time I try to play it at least once a year, it's like one of those games that you just don't mind going back to. And the game is still gorgeous. It's still. And what's crazy is that that game is old AF and it plays like a modern first person shooter. That game is crazy old and it is a masterclass achievement by that team. I think Clockwork Revolution is going to fall in the same category. And we have learned, thanks to where to pull the story, GamingBolt.com. This was posted by Ravi Sheena, or Sheha. Uh, It was posted uh, today, as a matter of fact. And it says, Clockwork Revolution director says it combines Arcanium and Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines as a way to tell this story, 
obviously in first person. Now, I don't know what Arcanium is. I, is that a PC game? I have no idea. I know Vampire the Masquerade, what that is, Bloodlines. I know that's apparently like a big thing. According to the article, In Exiles, Chad Moore promises deep world-building, compelling narrative, crunchy RPG systems. I don't know what that is. Uh, crunchy RPG systems, engaging gameplay, and uh, a massive reactivity. Uh, let's see what he had to say. Um, now, on Twitter, according to the story, folks, director Chad Moore said it would offer deep world building. Okay, so I just read that. Yes. Uh, so he also uh, added to that uh, and consistently describes it as a love child of Arcanium, of Steamworks, uh, and Magic of Obscura, and Magic uh, and a Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Moore has worked on both titles acclaimed for their storytelling and reactivity with decisions affecting the role-playing experience. According to the story, they say they also offer a strong degree of freedom in building your character and playing how you want. Combining both into a game like Clockwork Revolution certainly increases the expectations on this. We'll have to wait and see how it delivers. Um, listen, Let's let's bring in Fuzzy Belvedere on this. The, these are two games that I really, really think that are close. Mm-hmm. Now, Clockwork looked like really done. Like I, I think I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it, is there a world that next year we get this and avowed? I mean, could that actually happen? I, I think it's possible. I, I'm more leaning towards Avowed being the closer of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think Clockwork is is possible. It's just that based on how large of a scale of the story that they're saying, because <clears throat> some of the big things about the crunchy RPG aspects of it is that you're going to have consequences for your decisions that you make. And with the time travel aspect, there might be things that you do when you go back in the past that when you fast forward back to your time, changes the entire environment and things along those lines. So something to that extent tells me that it may have a lot more time to get all of those, you know, different paths, you know, worked out and everything and and calculated. But I I would say avowed the fact that you can do deal dual wielding mix magic with like conventional weapons and things along those lines. I, I I'm looking forward to that. Like that's, that's like the the perfect mix of like magic and weaponry where you, you can probably have a pistol, but then cast, you know, spells with your other hand, you know, freeze them, hit them with a pistol that basically shatters them into different, you know, bits and pieces and things. But or, or you know, you can do other corrosive things to them and then chop them <laughs> with a sword type of deal. But when it comes to clockwork, just the the aspect of well one it's steampunk which has always been the cool aesthetic as far as like world in itself um but they're they're going to take it to the next level where like a lot of rpgs even like bethesda rpgs yeah you can kill some of the quest givers and things like that and it 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 doesn't necessarily break the story but it may prevent you from you know getting certain aspects you know accomplished in the game type of thing but you'll still be able to finish the game i i think they're going to take it to the next level where you may have to make multiple trips back in time to fix one bad thing that you did and it might take like three trips or three attempts to kind of rewrite the ship the way you would want it to to result or it may 
the decision you make, you know, 50 years in the past might, you know, affect things totally different than what you anticipated. Uh, like you, you, you kill off somebody that would be a villain and then now their kid holds a grudge against you. So when you come back, they're hunting you down type of thing. So I, I think that's where they're looking at like the storylines for Arcanium and, and vampires bloodlines. So decisions have consequences. Everything you do will affect the outcome of the story and in your timeline. And then on the avowed aspect, it, it, I think that one is, it, it's more so I would say probably in its last polishing phase and they're going to tweak some things as far as the, the coloring of, of the, the, cause it, it was probably more vivid colors than people were expecting, but I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing in any way, but I, I think they are going to focus on that first uh, person combat. Cause that's, that's usually the hardest thing for a lot of first person games where hand to hand or melee combat is usually eh, in most cases. And I think they're going to work to kind of, you know, correct that or, or make it feel more, you know, solid as far as between your spells and, and conventional weapons and things, but looking forward to both of these games. I, I can't wait, but clockwork, I, I would not be disappointed if it winds up being 2025, but if it winds up being a 2024 long would have out, uh, I think I, we think this year is uh, a backlog creator for, for gaming. I think uh, 2024 <laughs> will probably be more, uh, more of the same where you have all these fantastic games to play. RPGs take some time. So we're going <laughs> to have a lot of hours of sink into those. And, you know, some of the smaller games might get pushed to the backlog in the process. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're, we're going to be eating good in Xbox land. There, there's no, no doubt about it. This year, we have two big ones, uh, obviously, in uh, Starfield and Motorsport. Obviously, I know Motorsport, you're really looking forward to uh, that game. Every time you see it, it just looks fantastic. And Starfield is going to be a life stealer. Uh, that that game is going to take over. I, I really think that if you are a fan of open world games, you cannot wait to get your hands on this. Uh, it's I, I'm for me, I, I cannot wait. But uh, let's bring in Crazy Lou Gaming on this one next. Crazy Lou, uh, I obviously Avowed and Clockwork are two uh, new IPs, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, again, I think I think what you're starting to see, especially in Xbox is them buck the uh you know the three pillars halo gears forza halo gears forza and i i love that i mean i first of all i love all three franchises but i like the idea that clockwork exists what's interesting is i think and and i could be you know maybe overstating the fact both of these games do not exist in this world if obsidian and in exile don't join microsoft game studios that 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 to me is a fact um but which of the two are you most excited about oh i'm i that's 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 actually the, the hardest question i've been asked because i'm telling you for me both of them i'm excited for i mean i can't i, I can't i can't even explain how high time for both of them because hey for me about is the way it's gonna look the way it's gonna work and the way it's gonna be it's like, hey, it's actually for me. It's going to compete against Fable. It's like, it could be a game that could compete against Fable. It looks, it looks like type of game, you know. And I'm, I'm super excited about that. And for Clockwork, oh man, oh, just, just hearing that that Exile is taking like a, like a, a new way, and they're making like this, this, in, in a different type of way. Instead of making another wasteland, you're just going over there and making a whole new game. 
oh man, I want to see how it's going to play. I want to see how it's going to work. And just hearing, comparing to both of those games, you know, Vampire Masquerade, and I forgot what was the other. No, it was. Uh, uh, hold on, I'll uh, tell you right now exactly uh, what he Arkham's. said it was. It. Yeah. Um, he, he said. Uh, he said. Uh, according to Chad Moore, he says. Yeah. Um, that this is a love child of well, Clockwork is a, is a love child of Arcanium and uh, and V Bloodlines. Just hearing about that, man. Who? Just like I said, taking new risks. The studio making a, a first person type of shooter RPG style game. Oh man, I, I'm excited for the both. I mean, I, I'm just super happy that Xbox bought those studios and super happy to let them do what they want to do. It's fantastic. It's awesome. And wow, really. Just can't wait to see and hear more details about it. I just pulled both of those things. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think there's a, there's a lot to get excited about, especially uh, you know we 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 as Xbox fans have been waiting for this. Like I said, we all yeah. are excited for the next gears, right? We're all excited to see what an Unreal Engine Five, Halo, whatever looks like. We're all all excited to play this year. This year, the next Motorsport, right? So we we, we know that these franchises exist. We're all excited for them. But when you start to see that uh, the plethora of games that are coming from XGS from studios that had to that uh, that almost went out of business, right? Like they were almost gone for they get picked up. And obviously these are these are going to be two huge. And what what do we always what have one of the one things that we've been asking Xbox to deliver single player experiences both of these games are going to be single player experiences that we have been asking for and obviously i mean they're going to be they're they're first person right they're going to be fps games which is completely fine by me but they're exactly what i am looking for again new ip from legendary studios that take nothing away from either in exile and obsidian and then you can turn around and you can say these are going to on top of all of the goodness already here in front of us, it's going to be in Game Pass day and day. That, to me, is crazy. Web Dave, let's get your hot take on this, and we'll get everyone on out of here so you can enjoy the rest of your Monday and finish off the first day of the week. Talk about it, brother. Which of the two excites you the most, Dave? I'd say that probably the the, the clockwork. The, it, the steampunk aspect to it really looks good to me. Yeah. Uh, I think it looks. I think it looks fantastic. A lot of people, you know, it, it's, it looks too much like Bioshock or whatever. But, I mean, it's not the same game. You can tell. Clearly, it's not going to be the same game. If it has, right. quote-unquote, steampunk vibe to it, that's that's kind of what Bioshock was, big part of it. So, so you know, I'd say it's more of a compliment than than, than not. If, if you say it looks as, you know, looks like that, then that's pretty good. Good looks to go after. Um, I, you know, that's what I'm excited for. I'm, I'm really, I'm, you know... I do think it might be a little further off, but if it's 2024, I'd definitely be happy with that. You know, it'd be it'd be a good um, uh, addition to Game Pass when it gets there, and uh, I can't wait to play it. I really, I really can't. Um, I just, you know, I, we want to see more about it. I want to see more in depth as far as like what the what kind of missions and things like that you got to go on. Want to, you know, a little bit more about the about the gameplay? Is it uh, is it you know just strictly single player? Is there going to be kind of co op element to it? I just kind of you know, there's a lot of things that we we still want to know more about. But as far as what we've seen so far, looks amazing. I agree. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I I I'm excited for Clockwork because it's going to bring in 
uh, steampunk aspect, which we haven't had a lot of in gaming, mm-hmm. right? That to me is exciting. Um, I'm excited for Obsidian to bring um, a Bethesda type experience, but told in what we all know and love about Obsidian. I don't want Obsidian to make the next Elder Scrolls. I want Obsidian to make the next Obsidian game. Same way I want Bethesda and Elder Scrolls 6 to make Elder Scrolls 6 how they see fit. Make a Bethesda joint there and let Obsidian make an Obsidian joint. And I and I'm okay with that. Uh I I I just I think that we are as Xbox fans really, really in for a long haul of goodness. And I, I honestly and truly believe that Redfall, even though I enjoyed it and I put over 50 hours into it and I did beat that game, I can completely understand why people uh, felt slighted by a game that launched half-baked. I think, and again, this is just my opinion, folks, that this, that the Redfall situation will be the last time we ever see anything like that again. At least that is my hope. But ladies and gentlemen, oh, hold on a second. We got a big super chat to come in here. Uh, the Black Viking, what's going on, brother? This dude is awesome. If you're not following him on Twitter, you should constantly interacting with everyone really good dude he drops a very generous twenty dollars super chat and says boom y'all keep up the good work and i love each and every one of y'all's passion for gaming y'all keep grinding at the pod and i'll keep crushing the memes yeah he does a lot of really cool memes listen brother thank you for not only being here thank you for the generosity and thanks for interacting with us as much as you do I love it, man. I, th- I think that's what community is all about, right? It's all about a- interacting with one another. We can have different opinions, whether it be political, whether it be about the box that you play, whether it be the color that you like. But we can all still be friends. We can all still have opinions. And you know what? That's what we're here to do. We're here for uh, a conversational podcast, which is what I think you folks come here each and every day. And we had over 800 people here today. I'm sorry that we didn't have breaking news. The ABK deal is signed. I'm hoping that that happens sometime this week so we can do a victory lap. I think all Xbox gamers really want this, not just for bragging rights, because I don't, I mean, listen, it is what it is. I think that from a, a consumer's point of view, if we can get ABK as a part of XGS, it is going to make your current service that went up a couple of bucks value even more special and you're going to get more games in there day and date and who doesn't want more games in your subscription service that you pay for uh but let's get to the outros folks and of course real quick before we get to the outros i saw a lot of new names folks we are 202 subscribers away from 13k is it 200 maybe it's 212 i think it's 212 yes we're 212 subscribers away from 13k really want to hit that and kind of just bust through 13k and start moving towards 15 that's the goal that mrs boomstick and i set for ourselves i don't know if we're gonna hit it folks we're already halfway through the year so it's it's unlikely but man to get to that 13k doing it the mom and pop way right like we're doing it the grassroots way we're not selling out we don't have a bunch of sponsors uh what you get is honesty here, folks. You get fun. Sometimes I curse, and I know people like that. I don't like to do it, but like the whole cog thing, it it, it rubs me the wrong way because I love Cognito. That is my brother, and I would die for that dude. So when I hear someone attacking his character, the Wolverine claws come out. So sorry for the curse, 
Um, but you know, when you attack family, that's what happens. Um, but uh, listen, let's get to the outros. Start first, Web Dave. Dave, you had a great show last night with Retri. Some pretty powerful guests. Obviously, you dropped another interview as you do on Mondays. Please sell your brand. And more, more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media, but also subscribe to your YouTube channel. Thanks, Boom. Appreciate you having me on here today. The uh, Sergeant Sentinel um, interview dropped today. It's really a good one. He's a fascinating cat, and he also wrote a book, so you definitely should uh, check out the interview if you get a chance. It's on my YouTube channel, um, Outbreak Gamers. Um, and then, um, of course, we had a great show. We got a pretty good show coming up next uh, Sunday. But uh, this coming Saturday, we have our, our first ever bonus members only episode. Oh, nice, and, dude! Uh, Excellent. So yeah, which which will which will be live for 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 members only, and then we'll drop three days later for everybody to watch. And our guest for that episode <laughs> will be uh, Silent Cipher, who's in the oh, chat. Nice. Excellent. Also, King David. Oh, dude! What a what a what a what a great pair of of, of community members, both. Absolutely astounding members, uh, and of course, I love the fact that you do you're doing that. But you know, obviously, now is that channel member stuff that you're doing? Yeah, yeah. So, so if you Excellent. become a channel member, then uh, then it's part of the perks, part of the bonuses. Yep, and we'll do that. I, once I a wish month. I had the time, folks. Five shows are <laughs> is is is, is, a, is a lot. I, I'd love to give you guys bonus something. I, I just hope that you if you, come, you, you if you're a channel member currently, or you're thinking about becoming one, that the five shows a week is enough for you. I'd love to add, a, a, but the weekend is dedicated Mrs., to Mrs. Boom. She works Monday through Friday, and the weekends is like our time, which is why I don't like to do a lot of guesting on the weekends because she only gets two days off a week. Yep. And, and as a dedicated husband, I got to make sure that I take care of the community, but I also got to hang out with Mrs. Boom. And as well as like today, I was literally cleaning up until like 15 minutes before show. I didn't even eat lunch. I was going to get my, I was funny. I was, I told uh, Crazy Lou, I said, let me let me get my two. Um, what I tell you, I was having for lunch a water. Like I felt like a prisoner. A water and rice cakes. Because you know, I just listen. Don't turn fifty three because it takes a lot. It's a lot harder to keep this body in shape than it was when I was like I don't know twenty three. So my lunch was rice cakes and water, like a prisoner. Boom, you are the bonus, <laughs> by the way. Just so you know, boom is that's the very bonus. kind of you to say, brother. Thank you so <laughs> much for that. But listen, great work that you guys are doing. I love Thank the you. fact that you guys are seeing. Uh, huge success on your channel. It's well-deserved because you guys really work hard and I love seeing it. Uh, Crazy Lou Gaming, sell your brand, which of course is the international Xbox, the Xbox International Podcast. You have an amazing panel, great, great community members to be a part of it. Talk about it, sell it. All right. You, you can start by looking for me at Twitter at Crazy Louie Gaming. And you can find me also, you know, Tuesdays playing with crazy at the Xbox International Podcast YouTube channel. You know, sometimes I play scary games and, you know, you can watch me be scared. And speaking of the Xbox International Podcast channel, 7 p.m. ET Wednesdays with Silent Cypher, The Big Poo, and Silent Cypher. We talk about what's going on throughout the week. You know, awesome channel. Go over there, subscribe now, guys. We have loads of fun. And Fridays for the Spanish community, we have Xbox International Español with Eternal Shadai and Ascot Gaming. You can also subscribe over there if you speak Spanish to know what's going on with the gaming. And also here, hanging up with you guys at Noonish, Xbox Launcher Special. Always so much fun with you guys. And chat, love you all. Like always, you guys are always awesome. And Boomstick, thank you for always having me on here with you guys. 
Yeah, I, I see a lot. Of, I see a lot of Halo uh, Infinite slander going on, folks. Listen, give it a shot. It's free to play. I, I, I look. I have put on a, when I tell you it's an obscene amount. I just broke sixteen days, and I'm not ashamed of it because I have finished officially every battle pass from start to finish. I did the winter update. I did the the, the hazmat update they just had. I think it is phenomenal. It's one of my. It's, it is probably my favorite Halo of all time. The multiplayer is just so freaking good. I yeah, we want more maps. Yes, I wish you can interchange the the armor cores. There's a lot of things they need to do, but this game is again. If you're a hater and you don't like what's on the screen, I I don't know what to tell you. I have a lot of footage. I really enjoy it, and for an old man. I do pretty damn good. I'm th- I'm going to be 53, and maybe not the skills that I have when I was again when I was m- much younger, man. In like let's say Halo Three, maybe my brother actually used to train playing that game. But I I love this game. I think it's phenomenal. Uh, but listen, last in no way least, Fuzzy Velvetier, brother, sell your brand. Talk about the best place for anything and everything racing, where they can help you get past 1K on YouTube, and more importantly, reach out to you on social media as always always enjoy being on here with you guys always look forward to the uh the monday afternoon podcast where you know sometimes we get breaking news sometimes we don't but it's always a great time talking with you guys as well as inter uh interacting with the chat love that you guys are, are checking us out and always please continue to subscribe hit that uh thumbs up button for uh, uh more content like this always appreciate the time that you guys take to to watch us and for those that want to hear my endless rambles and rants on anything gaming related, you can follow me pretty much on any social media, fuzzy underscore Belvedere or just fuzzy Belvedere, all one word. Same thing with YouTube. Uh, you can also find me on FSP tonight on Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. And then right back here Friday morning for Breakfast with Boom at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the morning right here on Double Barrel Gaming. Look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Real quick, a couple of shout-outs. Uh, Thanaros, uh, what did he say here? I might replay ODST. ODST is... Could you imagine if we got a follow-up to that where... I, I've already, I already, I already wrote the script, folks. I would love to see uh, a solo, you know, maybe 8 to 10-hour uh, ODST kind of situation uh, with modern... Halo, right? This is this is my this is my theory. I'm not going to work for 343. They don't want me over there. I'm too old, but it's fine. I would love where uh they would uh incorporate a flood story. Make it like a horror game, right? Uh that you are a scientist, you're working on Zeta ha- Halo. As scientists do, something goes wrong, everyone dies. You got to get to the escape pod, or you got to get to the escape land, wherever they're going to pick you up from. And all you have, you have to scavenge for weapons. You find a gun, you find a shotgun, you, and could you imagine that? I'm getting goosebumps, folks. That sounds dope. And ODST, that's another game I like to revisit every now and again. That game with Buck is dope. So underrated. My God. And what a, what a great side project, but Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and for Crazy Lou Gaming, Wed Dave, and my brother, Fuzzy Belvedere, we want to thank you for tuning in, checking it out. And again, I, I wish we could have, I wish we could have had that ABK Neil news, but I think that's coming this week. At least I 
I certainly hope so. I really think the judge is going to be in the favor of Microsoft because they did too many things right, and the FTC did everything they could do wrong. Uh, but, of course, I want to say a big thank you to all the Super Chats. Man, we had 24 of them today. That is crazy. Thank you so much for the generosity. Obviously, we do use it for good things like the big giveaways, and we have three big ones, actually four big ones coming at the second half of the year. And uh, they're all going to be about the same as last year, $3,500 in four giveaways, which is huge. And considering that this is like a mom and pop kind of a situation, we can't do that without your help. So thank you so much for the channel memberships and, of course, all of the Super Chats. And I want to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say this, folks, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything. To be nice, you live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. Hey.